Hello, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode on Fill the Cup Podcast. I am so excited that you chose to join me on a brand new Friday, and I really hope that you have an empty cup ready to receive some hot discussion on this Friday. So, this week has been big in the news. I think so much has gone on, controversy, so much darkness on our news screens, But what brought light to me this week, specifically Sunday, last Sunday that just passed, was Sarah Jakes Roberts. Like, really, does she really need an introduction? Like, ugh, just the viral shares and videos of her recent sermon, recent sermon, um, Headwinds was just mind-blowing. Like, that sermon still has me shook. And that's just what her sermons do, period. Whether it's at her church in One Church LA, or if it's at Potter's house at her dad's church, wherever she speaks, she does damage. And when I say damage, I mean good damage. Damage that your soul never experienced before. So... This recent sermon that she did, Headwinds, it was so many gems in that sermon that I had to dedicate a full episode to Sarah Jakes. I'm sorry. Like, I love her that much, but it will be I will it would be cruel of me not to share with you all the gems if you haven't followed, you know, a lot of the videos that you've seen all across your news feed. Um so this week's episode is entitled What Sarah Jakes Taught Me because what she taught me, she can teach you too. <laughs> so getting into her message about headwinds and just to give you an idea of what headwinds means, it just means when literally the resistance of when you're kind of facing the opposite side of where the wind is hitting you. Like we know what that's like if if we're kind of in the opposite way of the wind, it's kind of working against us <laughs> and we don't really have control. But when we're going with the wind in the direction of the wind, oh, it's, you know, it's breezing our hair. It feels good. But I think a lot of us find ourselves in an opposite version of wind to where you feel kind of lost. You feel all over the place. You feel like you can't find balance. You know, you're in an earthquake just about every other day. And you just can't find balance. And that that sermon just spoke to me in so many different ways. So I'm going to go over some gems with you guys that really blew my mind. The first gem that she dropped on me was about waiting. And I think a lot of us, we think that we know how to wait. But do we really, really know how to wait? (laughs) Like the way that she described the beauty of waiting. And she also described how you literally think that, you know, your wait means, okay, I'll wait a few months. If it doesn't go my way, I'm going to do my own thing. That's what a lot of us do. But a lot of us miss a lot of visions, a lot of dreams that we prayed for a long time for, but because the wait wasn't what we wanted it to be, because it lasted longer than we wanted it to last, we found ourselves out of the tunnel of pursuing the very thing that we believe in God for. 
we got out of the race. We got out of the fight. So I feel like there's so many of us that just are in a waiting game to where we feel like we can't win because we would never understand God's timing. We would never understand why, you know, he has us in these waiting rooms kind of waiting for things that feel dead. It feels like if I got to wait two years for it, five years for it, God forbid, 10 years for it, it just seems dead. But the beauty of waiting is that what we think is dead is that every day that we choose to consistently pursue what we're believing God for is the more that it grows. As we grow, that specific dream grows. And we think, okay, this dream hasn't been birthed yet. This dream is just something that is just a thought. It's just a thought and it really didn't get off the ground. But what God is doing, as Sarah Jakes is saying, is while we're waiting, he's moving. While we're waiting, he's moving. And so I think that a lot of us can use that analogy just throughout life is that while I'm waiting, he's moving. There's a factory going on in heaven every time that I choose to wait on a thing that feels like it's taking so long. And the beauty of God's timing is that when it happens, it's like it falls into place so perfectly. It's like you couldn't even have planned for it to go that smooth. And you almost think like if it was on my own timing, if it was left up to me, I probably would have lost the very thing that I've been waiting for. But because I waited on God and I allowed him to do his own thing without me getting in the way, boy, oh boy, when that thing dropped, it's like you you just... It really makes sense of why you had to wait as long as you did, why you had to develop during that time as much as you did. And the second gem that I got from that message was what it means to invest in someone like yourself. I think a lot of us are always in a self-discovery, pretty much. Like I feel like every time you think you discover yourself or you think you love yourself in a certain way, something kind of pushes you back where you're like questioning yourself again, where new insecurities pop up that weren't there before. And I think that a lot of us, we don't really know how to set boundaries for people who kind of come in our lives because we don't think as highly of ourselves. So we think that we want them to think highly of us, but we don't think highly of ourselves. So it's very hard for us to set expectations and to set, you know, boundaries and to set values in the beginning every time we meet people because we don't think the same things about ourselves. We don't think of ourselves as royalty. We don't think of ourselves as a royal priesthood that God has destined and designed for greatness. And I think that comes across when you meet people, especially us ladies or men, when we get into relationships, the people that you meet, they pick up on those insecurities and they capitalize on them. But what Sarah Jakes taught me was that, look, baby, when you invest in me, especially because I know who I am, I know who I belong to, you invest into a kingdom. So if you want to actually, if you really want to take a chance on me, baby, you literally have gained an inheritance, an inheritance you probably never even thought that you can even tap into. You gain an inheritance to the kingdom of God. And I'm telling you, when you would get attached to someone who is truly a part of the kingdom of God, it's almost like a unity. It's like a bond. It's like a connection that you can't describe. 
because you know that this connection couldn't necessarily be planned on just human thoughts, on human strength. It had to be a divine, supernatural connection that could have allowed two people to come together and make such a splash for the kingdom of God. And I think that a lot of us, we sell ourselves short when we get into relationships, when we get into new friendships, we sell ourselves short because we don't realize the magnitude of what it is to be connected to Christ. We think that is almost a burden to know God sometimes. Okay, I'm just going to be labeled as a church girl. I'm just going to be labeled as a guy who's trying to not be in these streets. I'm just going to be labeled as a girl who's awkward, who doesn't really want to drink, who doesn't want to smoke, who doesn't want to be in a club all the time. Like I have to be labeled all these things because I'm choosing to follow a kingdom that the people around me would never understand the magnitude of what to, the membership of that kingdom looks like. And the beauty of not necessarily always talking about it is that when your actions show, you know, the favor of God on your life, it's like you can't even, <laughs> you can't be jealous of people out here turning up and living a life that you think that, you know, is kind of better than what you're living. I say don't be ashamed of it and realize that anyone who takes the time to see you, to invest in you, that they're investing into a bigger vision than they ever could have imagined. And you need to make sure that they know that from the get-go. Like, look, if you actually take time on me, you're tapping into something that you would have never imagined because I'm connected to a king. And when you know someone that's in royalty, I'm not talking about a prince of England and Scotland. I'm not talking about that type of royalty. I'm talking about kingdom royalty. Royalty that says that while on earth, I'm protected. While on earth, I'm covered. And I also have angels that are working on my behalf when I can't work on my behalf. <laughs> I have angels in high places that have my back. I got a king that has my back every time I need him. There's not many people who understand what that's like. So you're there to kind of paint that picture, you know, when everybody, when anyone chooses to connect to you. And also another gem that she uh, shared was just that, the feeling that God is literally in this season of our lives, he's going to bring people in our lives who see us, who understand us, who can root for us, who see who we are to God, who see who we are in Christ, who see who we are going as far as our loyalty, who see who we are, who we are as trustworthy individuals. I think for me personally, I'm so used to people seeing me in somewhat of a negative light. I'm used to what they remember of all the stupid things I did when I was younger, all the dumb decisions I made when I was in college and high school and elementary. I always think that that's what people are thinking about when I see people from my past. But the beauty about transformation is that God brings new relationships, new connections of people who don't really have to know who I was, but they know who I am right now. And that's enough for them to want to still get to know me and still want to be a part of the kingdom that I'm attached to. 
So I think that a lot of us are so used to people being against us and we're so used to having adversaries and kind of enemies, but it's it's almost like that's just not a season that we're stepping in. We're stepping into, hey, I may always have enemies, but I got a new group of people that's rooting for me that I never thought I could have before. And one of the biggest parts of the message that kind of really took it all home for me was the message about distractions. So she talked about how a lot of us, we need to realize that when people leave our lives, we got to be thankful for that. There's no reason to count it despair or count it sadness when we find that some fallen soldiers come along or kind of fall off as we go along our journey. Because we have to realize the more and more we get deeper into a relationship with God, the more and more that we find who we are in Christ, that we find our purpose in Christ, that we have the identity crisis that we used to have and we kind of find ourselves way more, it's like we just, we almost don't look the same way. And what Sarah Jakes was saying is, hey, if you don't recognize me, that's okay. I know that you preferred me when I was drunk. You preferred me when I was high. You preferred me when I was turning up every kind of way, looking crazy. You preferred that Kendra. You preferred, you know, whatever your name is. But I'm telling you right now is that that was all cool and dandy back then. But who I am right now, I'm worth it. You know, and if you can't handle where I'm going, you don't deserve to be on this plane ride while I go up. You don't deserve to be on the elevator as I go up. You don't deserve to kind of join the. But what what's beauty of it is because I love Christ, I can still cover you under the blood. I can still pray for you. I can still want you to be a part of the kingdom, but I'm not going to backtrack just because you can't see me where I'm at. Just because every time we hang out, you got to remind me of everything we can't do because of who I am now. But look, it's a blessing to be attached to someone who knows themselves, who has transformed and who is sure of who they are in Christ. Yes, I may still mess up in front of your face. I may still show you that I'm kind of all over the place. But what's beauty is that I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going in this journey of following God, because I think a lot of us. We watch people so closely on social media and we're waiting for those Christians that we see on our timelines or Christians that we follow and we look up. We're waiting for that downfall. We're waiting for that moment where all hell breaks loose, breaks loose and, and they kind of show their flaws or they show when they mess up. But the beauty of that is it's OK. I want you to see when I mess up. So you see a realistic journey of what it looks like to be literally serious about God. It's very hard, especially at 26 years old or whatever age you are in your 20s or in your early 30s, especially as a millennial, to be on a fight, be on a journey, especially when it comes to relationships and knowing people. To be on a journey of consistency and persistence and saying, like, look, I don't care if majority of my friends are not on the same mindset that I'm at, is that it's okay. I could still be covered. I could still follow Christ. And guess what? The beauty of truth and the beauty of, of knowing God is that he picks specific times to open that door for you to be a blessing, to be to minister to those who wanted to go against you, who didn't understand your walk of Christ, that he's allowing those open doors to be open every time 
that you kind of get an opportunity to talk to a friend who wasn't really trying to look at you like that. But what Sarah Jace is telling me is like, look, you can either ride the train or you can get off. I'm not going to let you stop the progress that I made. If you don't like my transformation, it's okay. You can watch as the favor rains on me from afar. I'm not going to stay in the position you're at just because you can't see me where I'm at. And the last gem, and then this is the final gem that she dropped on me, was Lord, change my mind. Boy, when she talked about that in the message headwinds about changing my mind is that so many things can change in our life if we just let God change our minds. We we don't even realize how many things we missed because we're so stubborn on what we choose to believe. We don't let God, you know, allow us to believe it, but we choose to believe our own truth. We we create you know, our own facts that we think are facts. You know, we create our own opinions that we are so headstrong on that it causes us to miss the very thing that God is trying to get us to see. So my prayer for everyone listening to this podcast is to touch your head like Sarah Jakes did. Touch your head and say, Lord, change my mind. Change my mind. Lord, if you can just change my mind, you can change my environment. You can change my finances. You can change the habits. You can change my issues with procrastination. You could change my issues with low self-esteem. You could change my issues with, you know, poverty, you know, with ignorance, with maturity. There's so many things that our minds control that we don't realize if we just let God have full full ownership of our mind like just give him the mortgage of your mind let him have it it belongs to him you know there's no reason anyone else should have control over your mind like God he should have the only key to have full coverage over your mind and I think a lot of us we just we we put so much on our minds we put so uh, many weights on ourselves that we just don't know how to give it all up to God. It's very hard to kind of, okay, now okay, I can't have ownership anymore. You have to have ownership. That's very hard because guess what, God? When I don't feel like following you, I don't want you to be in control of my mind. I want to be in control. When I'm, when I'm not feeling you, I want to be in control. But God is saying no matter what emotions you go through is that just let me control your mind. Let me change your mind about the things that you've seen, about the things that the flesh is telling you or the things that the natural is showing you. But if you just knew what I had working, what I'm, what I literally have going on in the factory, you wouldn't doubt me. You wouldn't be so resistant on waiting on my plan, on my time, you know, in the season that I have you. So I really hope this podcast blessed you. And I hope that you research any sermon from Sarah Jakes. There's so many sermons that bless my life. But this specific sermon just had me all over the place, like literally on the floor, just going crazy, like doing the worm on the floor, cry baby, everything. Like I was just, just struck. Like God hit me in so many different areas you know, when it came to this message. And I really hope it blesses you the same way it blessed me. And I hope that you take the gems that I learned 
and you say, look, if Sarah Jakes can teach Kendra, he can, she can teach me too. <laughs> she can teach me too. And there's so much more for us to learn when it comes to the kingdom. And I feel like there's so much going on in our news feeds that if we can just share a two-minute video, a one-minute video, um, some kind of positivity on our news feeds, it'll change the course of what we let inside our minds and our eyes. And I think just seeing the videos of Sarah J's all over my news feeds, whether it's her fashion or it's her videos about inspiration or any of her sermons or just her beautiful testimony of, you know, her family and her husband and, you know, her church in L.A. and just how God has just transformed her. Like if you ever read up on her testimony or read any of her books, you will understand why I love her so much. Like she's just amazing. And if you ever, ever get to see her live in person, you would see the impact that or just the call on her life that God has and just the lineage that God has passed on from her father on to her and all of his kids. You know, Cora Jakes is amazing. He just has a powerful house of of just dynamic speakers and preachers of the gospel. So I really hope that you guys are blessed. Make sure you share this, like, subscribe. Go to moremedia.org, give me your feedback, and also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at More Media, M-O-O-R-E-R Media. I hope I filled you guys' cups today because, Lord, my cup was full and I had to pour it up so I can pour it into your cup, okay? <laughs> now I'm going to fill mine back up with, with some other good inspiration. So love you guys. Have a great Friday. Have a great week. And make sure that you do something good for someone this week. You know, push a good deed, something you've never done before. Do something different that doesn't involve just the upkeep of yourself. Do something that's going to help someone else. Love you guys. Bye.